Hello and welcome to the Wednesday, October 5th, 2016 edition of the Sands and Storm Center's Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich and today I'm recording from Honolulu, Hawaii. Now I always like it when users share a little log snippets uh, with us uh, that they find interesting and exciting and uh, new and different. We had a couple of them today that weren't exactly new but there's still something that keeps popping up uh, so I decided to write it up as a diary. In this case it is an SSL client connecting to a non-SSL web server. This sort of uh, leaves a fairly characteristic pattern in your web logs because your web server essentially interprets that SSL client hello request as a request to the web server. The connection of course will fail. You'll see for example 400 errors in return. That isn't really an attack against your web server. It's really someone just probing web servers, trying to find web servers that happen to support SSL. Typically you'll see this if you have an web server that's listening on a port other than 80, like 8000, 8080 and the like. Those web servers sometimes do indeed respond to SSL requests and that's why you see these scans coming in. It is an attack but it's nothing really that's usually going to harm your non-SSL web server. So keep those logs coming. Certainly always appreciate to see what other people are seeing in their web server logs or any logs for that matter. And today Animus, the maker of the OneTouch insulin pump and Rapid7 did release joint advisories on vulnerabilities in this insulin pump. The research was done by Jay Ratcliffe who has done research into insulin pumps for quite a number of years now and common flaws that he found were basically vulnerable custom wireless protocols. In this particular case it's special dangerous because it does allow an attacker to trigger insulin injections via the pump. Prior vulnerabilities more affected the metrics so the wrong insulin value would have been displayed uh, but in this case an attacker could actually inject insulin via the pump. Now Rapid7 did disclose this uh, to Animus which is why they released uh, this advisory jointly on the same day. There are updates available for this pump. Uh, the exploit isn't trivial, does require some special equipment but of course if you're using one of the affected pumps then uh, please contact the manufacturer or your doctor about any updates. Jay who is a diabetic himself specifically advises not to remove the pump and continue using it because not using insulin of course is much more dangerous than the relatively low risk at this point of someone abusing this flaw. And if you're using SSH regularly then you should be familiar with the Konami codes. Uh, these are SSH control sequences typically starting with the tilde mark that can be used to list forwarded connections, uh, do things like put SSH in the background or exited. Really useful uh, commands. If you're not familiar with that, uh, well uh, there's a nice blog post in the SANS pen testing blog by Jeff McJunkin about uh, these codes and it includes a list of these codes and what they can do for you.
And October, of course, is also the National Cybersecurity Awareness Month. Now, we haven't really anything special planned yet for the Internet Storm Center for this. In the past, we have published sort of some uh, guides and things that you could give to your users. But on the other hand, Lance Spitzner at uh, Securing the Human has a blog post up that's in particular targeting individuals who are responsible for security awareness. So if you have that role in your company, you can take a look at his blog post. And I believe he plans to have one of these a week with sort of activities that you can perform in your organization in order to foster cyber security awareness. And the Cisco Talus research team did release a critical advisory regarding a vulnerability in the Open JPEG library. This vulnerability affects the JPEG 2000 format yet again. I think it was July when we had the last vulnerability here, also reported by Cisco. And this vulnerability now has been patched. There is an updated library available that you should apply as soon as it becomes available for your platform. JPEG 2000, the vulnerable format here, is somewhat different from the sort of regular JPEG format. It uses a somewhat improved compression scheme. You will find JPEG 2000 images in PDFs, for example, but you can also find them standalone and your system will render them. You often see them with the extension .jp2 instead of .jpeg. Well, that's it for today. So thanks again for listening and talk to you again tomorrow. Bye.